get their periods, you know? <laughs> and they're like, girls get the what? Welcome to Free Flow, a podcast by She Period, where we freely discuss topics about and around menstruation. Everyone is welcome to listen in and to join our conversations. I'm Livia, your host, and today we'll be talking about seasonal changes and how our period changes with our life seasons. Right after that, FEMC app will be coming in with lost menstruation, bringing in some data and information on menstrual health. Stay tuned until the last drop when me, Livia, will come back with what's good, a bonus section with some fine tips. Let's get our flow on. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Today, we're going to be talking about seasonal changes and how we change throughout our lives. Much like the sun has 24 hours and the moon follows 28-day cycle, we all have our own individual seasons. And today, I'm joined by a very special guest to talk to us about that. I'd like to introduce you to Aliyah Ralph, a yoga instructor and a personal trainer that is on free flow today. Hi, Aliyah. How are you? Hi, I'm doing good. How are you? I was a bit cranky yesterday because my first day just started, but I think I'm doing <laughs> really good today. How are you? <laughs> I had that last week, same as you, but <laughs> a little bit better now. <laughs> Aliyah... Today we're going to be talking about seasonal changes and how differently we feel and experience our menstruation through our lives and maybe even with our friends and within ourselves. When you proposed this topic, I was very interested in which angle you were going yeah. to take it, you know, like, and I would just love to hear you introduce us a little bit. Absolutely. As women, parts of our lives can be so different because we change so much from the time we're kids into teenagers like everyone else. And then you get into your 20s and it's a whole different ballgame. And as we grow older, every single part of our life is so different. And I think, you know, just like you were saying, just like with our cycles, it becomes so different to the point where it can almost be unrecognizable. Like, why were my periods like this 10 years ago and it's not even the same today? And I thought it was really interesting and that we should absolutely talk about it. Because I think if I was a 16, 18, 20-year-old, it probably would have been helpful to have someone be like, it's okay, this is what happens. <laughs> this is what's going to happen. <laughs> absolutely. There's like understanding that when we look back, we have on ourselves yeah. is so precious if I could have access that earlier. Absolutely. If I would have known without all the judgment and all the extra like snidey comments from sometimes even like family and friends. Yeah. And you're just a kid. Honestly, when, when you begin to change with your first period, some people are really young and some people are older into their teenage years. Who were you back then? Did you feel like you've changed a lot? Oh, definitely. I feel like I'm such a different person. Um, it's funny because we talk about, yeah, how our cycle changes. I mean, we change as people all the time, right? It's learning and growing. But yeah, I feel like because I was so desperate to like have friends and to fit in and to have everything go well, I remember so specifically the first time periods were brought up in school as part of just class, in a normal way, just part of class. And I remember the teacher going, maybe some of the girls have already started their periods and maybe some have not. And I was like, oh my God, what is this? <laughs> and so many girls raised their hand like, yep, yeah, I have. And I was like, 
what? What? I don't, how come I have it? <laughs> you know? <laughs> how old were you? Like, how young were you? I think I might have been like 11, maybe. I was still in primary school. I remember that because like in high school, you already know. Yeah, it was just a part of our normal like class. Um, not even in a specific way. It was, they were just talking about the human body and it just happened to be a thing. Like everybody breathes, girls get their periods, you know? <laughs> and you're like, girls get the what? Yeah. I was like, what is this? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. And not that I was clueless, but I think it was the first time I had to really think about it. And I remember having that feeling of like, how come I don't have it yet? Like, 10 girls raised their hands, you know? So, yeah, it was it was definitely a feeling where I was like, oh my god, I should get it, I should get it. And that was also the year I pretended I got my period for the first time because I was so scared. <laughs> no way. No yeah. way. Oh my god, a girl in my building did the same. So I, I'm so happy you said it because I can finally get to the bottom of this. Okay. Why, how, when? Oh my god. Why, yeah. how, when? <laughs> how did you fake it? Honestly, I didn't even do anything, but I think my mom knew I was faking it, so she went along with it. It was just that it had been so long since I remember that class, and I was like, more girls are saying they have their periods, and I don't have it. And I was just like, what is this? And like by that point where I decided to pretend, I knew what it was. I knew what would happen. Like I was ready for all of that, but it just was not happening. And I remember one day just being like, I'm just going to tell my mom I got my period. And I didn't do anything. Like there was nothing for me to do. I just went to my mom and I was like, mom, I got my period. And I could tell by the way she looked at me. She was like, this girl is a liar. But she was just like, like to me, she was just like, okay, do you need anything? And I was like, no, I'm fine. But like, <laughs> during your first period, you need everything. <laughs> she could tell by your voice. like exactly. You sound way too confident <laughs> yeah. for someone. Like, why don't you think you, you know, you're poopsy yourself in your pants or something scary like that. <laughs> yeah, you're like, exactly. okay, but I thought you were maybe like, faking it socially no you no. were trying to fake it in your home uh yes exactly just to it's funny because I did that and I do remember like going to school and saying like yeah I got my period too but I think it was not such a surprising thing anymore because like a third of the girls had already started their periods so everyone was just like oh cool you know not like oh my god what is it like <laughs> yeah I don't know. I, c I could not even tell you why I really wanted to do it, but I did. And then I think obviously, one, my mom didn't believe me. But two, it became obvious when like the next month I didn't have it. So, <laughs> so it's been um, six months. <laughs> so and you're like, mine is different. Um, it comes and goes. It's yeah. just, I'm very special yeah. like that. Exactly. You know? like, but I did have it. I promise you girls. Mm -hmm. Um bleeding all the time it's crazy so much menstruation wow we should <laughs> exactly, see it <laughs> exactly. it's like that is exactly how you talk when you're pretending <laughs> when did it actually come to you um not for a couple of years i don't think i remember that i was still in primary school um and i definitely was a lot more nervous i was just like oh my god what is this what is this um yeah had like 
the whole proper thing done with my mom and she didn't even go like I knew you were lying like she didn't but <laughs> you know you feel it when you're like I shouldn't have lied <laughs> to be honest like it must have been just such a by the book way of going through like my first period that I don't have a clear memory of it I think I just wanted it so much by that point that when it came even though it sucked I was like yeah <laughs> I just remember this thing. One time we were like in a family trip and there was a room filled with women. You know, me, my aunts, cousins, mom. And then somebody, we all got up from the bed and there was like a blood stain on it. And they thought that either me and my sister got their first period, but we had both not. And they were looking and they're like come on, don't be shy, it's okay, you can tell us, it's no problem. Even though they had, like, completely cornered us in the room, and they're like, who was it? Who's bleeding in the bed? <laughs> Let's not be ashamed. But who was it? Who was it? Who was it? And we're like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then my mom wanted to take us into the bathroom and look if it was us, you know, because, of course. But you're a kid, you don't understand that yeah. she's just kind of, like, excited, slash also concerned you know yeah but we were just so scared that everybody mm -hmm. had their like gigantic eyes and teeth showing and they're like who was it turns out my sister as per usual we were full with mosquito bites and one of her leg scabs came off and it was bleeding <laughs> all over the bed I love that that was it. It's not like someone else got their period. It's just no, because they like did the detective work and like who was sitting here? I was Livia and Barbara. Me and my sister were sitting by the bed, and she was just looking. And she look wanted to look in the panties and be like, "Come on, it's okay. You don't have to hide it. You don't have to hide it. Don't hide it from us." And we're like, "We're not hiding. I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> <laughs> amazing oh my god we had the reverse people thought we had had it when we didn't yet it was just a couple of years later you know it's summer mosquito bites yeah, yeah. yeah. oh amazing <laughs> so your first uh encounter with it you were so excited to have it that you just lied about it and then yes. it came yeah. naturally <laughs> how about your next season so i would say going into my teenage years right because obviously at the very start it's like not smooth it's like you know sometimes it's heavy sometimes it's not because you're a kid this is the first time it's happening and then i remember thinking like however my cycles are working now this is how it's gonna work forever right i remember that you have like a couple of years where it's like stabilizing or whatever they would call it before you have like a smooth cycle right and so I was like okay this is what it is and it was horrible and I hated it because uh, I was that girl who had like really really horrible cramps I cramped every single month like normal first to third day maybe I would have cramps and if it was one of those times where it was so intense like within 15 minutes I go from zero to a hundred it just hits me in the worst ways like body aches like I'm sweating like I feel like I can't stand up like all those things and although thankfully it didn't happen too often when it really got that bad I was like knocked out I remember being in my living room going like oh I'll go make tea 
And I was like, I have cramps, but they're mild. I can do my day. And so I like walked into the kitchen, started making tea, walked out in that whole time, five, six minutes maybe, suddenly it just hit me. Genuinely felt like a wave through my body. The pain suddenly got so much worse. And I was like, I need to put this tea down. I need to sit down. And like in that next one minute, I was just like, oh my God, it's gotten even worse. I need to get up and like get um, painkillers or I'm going to be like out of it. <laughs> when I was that age, even when I was a teenager, there was no information. I could Google, 100% I could have, but it was not something that came into my mind. Because, like, I could have Googled. It wasn't such like a, a, a intuitive thing to do with every single thing. Absolutely. At least you're a bit younger, but even then, like there wasn't, Google was there. Okay, we're not yep. that ancient, but like it did not. <laughs> but it wasn't like let's Google everything. You used to type in www and go to the website, you know. So to Google period pains, yes, it was yes. not intuitive to just be like, how do I deal? This is my <laughs> typing noises. How do I deal? With period pains. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't so obvious. Yeah, Google was not your doctor back then. It was not. No, a hundred percent. Yeah, I feel like if I was seventeen now, going through that, a hundred percent, I would have googled it. And now, looking back to it, like, like it never crossed my mind one time to look it up. It was just people say it's normal to get cramps. People say it's normal to get bad cramps. So it's normal. Did that pain follow you all the way through your college years as well? Like, how long did those really bad cramps stay with you? It absolutely did, but it kind of went down a bit. So the whole time that I, from the time I think I finished high school, I only got cramps that terrible once or twice. The older I got, the less it kept happening. I still got cramps, but... They were definitely more manageable. And this was with me mm -hmm. not taking any painkillers for it. So it's not like I, I preemptively decided I'm going to take some painkillers just in case. Um, because I never did unless I knew it was getting that bad. So there was nothing for me to do that would have changed it. Except for getting wow. older. <laughs> <laughs> About the uh, taking it... When is getting bad? Oh my God, you just unlocked a memory of me timing the cramp waves and be like, okay, if I take it now in 30 minutes, it's gonna help me when the waves are getting stronger. So, or like, if I just sleep now, maybe I can sleep before it gets too painful. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like friends talking about like you can't understand where it's coming from. You do have cramps if they're exponentially painful or not. That's a different question. And then we can talk about like pain endurance levels. Maybe some people are like very resistant to hitting their hands, but they feel a lot the cramps or the opposite. You know, like I never feel my cramps, but the slightest little paper cut, my day is over. We can go into that, but... I think there is a shared experience that whenever a friend of ours or someone that you know that does menstruate say, I'm having really bad cramps right now, we know what that means. We know where the pain is coming from. 
We might not feel the pain, but we feel the rumbles. Oh, 100%. We feel the yeah. I feel like, yeah, just like you said, every every person who gets a period knows what that is like. It, Whatever the intensity is that you personally experience, we're all just like, oh, yes, those cramps. <laughs> it creates a lot of core memories for us, but it's never the fun part. And it's okay, you know, like not everything about it needs to be empowering. No. Sometimes we need that empathy Absolutely. from our peers to just be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry you're in pain. How can I help you? I had, I take this pain medication or, oh, I don't take pain medication. This is how I manage my discomfort. And then you get like into this rabbit hole of pain management. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this, because I heard about exercising when you're experiencing pain and it feels like the absolute worst time to exercise. But do you think this is true? Have you tried it since you're like a personal trainer in yoga? So for me, it does change month to month. One, like I always get bloated. Mm. So you already feel uncomfortable. And then let's say it is my first day. Even if I have very mild cramps, I always feel sore. Like, it feels like my stomach's already gotten a beating. <laughs> I prefer to do, like, steady, slow cardio. So, like, you would go on more walks or, like, a short run or you do work on the bike or something like that. I never do anything intense just because I don't want to do anything that takes too much energy because you already feel tired and you already feel like you don't even want to be here. You want to be sitting in bed. I'll call you in three days, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it depends. It depends. I don't know anyone who like runs to exercise. Like it's like, oh yeah, day one, let's do it. You know? Because I think everyone feels very put down. <laughs> On a regular day, you want to feel motivated. And if you didn't sleep or if you've been so busy that your body is exhausted, you're not going to force yourself to do something that you can't manage. So why do it if we're on our period and it is draining? Okay. I need it as someone that, you know, is more into this than I am. You know, like a, like a walk uh, sounds actually relieving, but you think like full on exercise and you're like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> yes. So you had like your enthusiastic season where you just couldn't wait to have your first like menstruation. Then you had it, didn't want it anymore because <laughs> of the pain. Yep. And what season are you on right now? Would you say are you on your next season? Absolutely. I think, um, yeah, I mean, I'm 27 this year and I feel like I'm in a very steady state. It is so much more manageable that I don't have to worry about a lot more things. Um, and I think that comes comes with a lot of um, parts of my life that would have changed, would include things like, you know, what period products do you use? Like, what am I in control of with my life? Um, you know, like, I already know from having this for like 15 years what I want to do to manage if it's bad. So all these things help it so much. Um, yeah. Are you looking forward for your next season in your life? Do you know what to expect? Absolutely. Actually, I feel it's something that I absolutely want to embrace. And I know that's not always the normal thing. I feel like people are always like, I don't want to get older. I want to stay here. It's fantastic here, you know? 
Except when you're a kid and you feel like you can't do anything. And then you're like, I want to be 30. 30 and flirty. <laughs> 30 and flirty. And thriving. And th- yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like I'm so ready just because of everything that we have available. I think if this was maybe 20 years ago, and I was 27, 20 years ago, I'm not sure if I would feel the same way. But I personally, yeah, feel like there is so much information and there is so much that people are sharing and so much that people are making available that if I am unsure about anything now, I know to Google it. (laughs) I know to find people within that same community to see what they are saying. Um, It's funny because you look at social media, right? Like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, everything that there is, podcasts even. People talk about everything these days. Yeah. If I wanted to know what it was like to turn 40, I'm sure there are going to be a thousand women going, this is what happened when I turned 40. And I could go through those experiences, you know, in my life and see how it works. There was this one on TikTok that she was saying, ladies, there's just no hair management. It just all goes away. And I was like, I am very much looking forward to that part of it. (laughs) Tell me more. Amazing. Like postmenopausal. It's just yeah. like, it just stops coming. Absolutely. And I was like, great. Thank you so much. That's all I needed to hear. I'm sold. <laughs> I totally get that. Yeah. I feel like that is, yeah. We have all these people talking about these things that make it feel less scary. And I think a big part of it is the unknown being scary and the idea that if you get older, things get worse. But I don't believe that that's true anymore. Like, I'm sure things happen for different people, but I feel like the next sort of season of my life is me being in my 50s. I talk to my own mom. I have clients who have told me their experiences. And as always, you have people online. And I feel like I don't want menopause to come now, but <laughs> but if it did come in five years, I'm not too, you know, thrown off. I used to think that you get your period and then you have this thing for like 30, 40 years and then you hit menopause and it's horrible. And now I know that that's not even the case. Absolutely. I don't see it as the end. It's just like the next phase is the next season is Absolutely. the next set of funny yeah. things that will happen that you can share with like your community <laughs> or with close friends and have new topics i think this is like one of the most beneficial changes we have seen is yeah. the perspective of what's after menstruating every single month and it was just seen as the absolute end and nowadays it is not like it's not something that people are gonna you know balance you for or account you or subjugate you on like your value does not depend on your flow, you know? And I'm so grateful for that. Absolutely. And I'm so happy for my next season as well. I'm <laughs> absolutely ready. Are you? Yeah, you ready? for sure. It's, it's funny, but it's so true because I feel like I've seen more out there about people talking about all the positives, what it brings into your life rather than what I'm used to, which is thinking that it is hot flashes and discomfort and it is not feeling like a woman. But like, why does that have to be like a period doesn't make us a woman. So why, why should not having it not make you a woman? You know, couldn't feel less womanly than when looking back at that ball with that, you know, 
Pollock situation that I left behind. <laughs> Anyways, before I get too <laughs> detailed, <laughs> I think <laughs> we can end here. Oh, good. Oh, good. Alia, tell us where can people find you online? You're on Instagram, right? Absolutely. Um, so my name is Ali Ralph on, on Instagram and on TikTok. It's A-L-Y-R-A-U-F-F for Finland. So I know people hear that and they always go, it's two S's, but it's two F's. <laughs> two yeah. F's. Yeah. Like free flow, would yes. you say? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so follow her on Alia Ralph FF. And I'm so excited that you came. Thank you so much for talking to us and sharing so much about your life. Thank you. Oh, I'm so, so glad to be on. I, you know, even I feel like I'm not the person who has all the knowledge in the world, but I like sharing experiences, you know, people need it. I wish I had it when I was like 15. <laughs> we know all the knowledge about this topic comes from people sharing it, what they did and what had happened. Absolutely. So thank you so much yeah. for, you know, sharing a little bit more. And I'm so, so glad that you didn't <laughs> push you. for the <laughs> the exercise while in your period. That was such a relief. <laughs> like that's not the advice I wanted. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, Alia. Until the next time. Amazing. Thank you so much. Yay. <laughs> we like chatting, but we also like facts. Information is power, but it can be overwhelming. We are collaborating with FEMSI, an app that informs and assists all menstruating bodies with their monthly experience. And today we have their specialists here sharing some data and myth-busting. So let's get started with loss and menstruation. Welcome to Lost in Menstruation. I'm your FEMC specialist, and today we'll talk about our energy levels. Around two weeks after period, we feel super energetic. But suddenly, something changes and we feel more easily tired, bloated, and exhausted for the following two weeks. Have you ever wondered why? This happens because our body is releasing progesterone, and this hormone can prevent us from using sugar efficiently. So even if we eat well, we can still stay hungry, and this can cause us to feel more tired. Progesterone can also slightly increase our body temperature to 0.4 degrees Celsius. It sounds very little, but this can increase our calorie needs by up to 500 calories per day. It means that even if we're just sitting on the couch, we actually need a little more energy. And if you are not eating a little more, that could be another reason why you're feeling exhaustion and having cravings. Another important factor related to our energy levels is our body temperature. It's directly related to our sleep quality. That means a higher core body temperature equals poorer sleep quality. So if you ever wake up feeling exhausted first thing in the morning, a high core body temperature could be the reason. So what can we do during this phase of the month? First of all, stay cool. Second, Eat more fruits than you normally do. They'll help keep you energized. Third, if you're working out, try to do it indoors or do it in air conditioning. If you can go for a swim, that's the perfect exercise. After that, if you're exhausted, skip the sugary drinks. They spike the sugar levels in your blood and this can cause you to just feel hungry again. So stick to water instead. Make sure you drink enough water. Dehydration caused by heat can make period headaches a nightmare. Lastly, try to make your sleeping environment a little cooler. 
Light sheets and jammies can help. If you have a fan or an AC, it's even better. This will improve your sleep and you'll wake up less tired. So stay cool and stay safe. If you want to know more about menstrual cycle, make sure to download FEMCY app, F-E-M-C-Y. FEMCY is available for download on Google Play in India, Singapore, Philippines, and UK. Soon it'll be coming to iOS. See you next episode. And that was Lost in Menstruation, a collaboration between Sheep Period and FEMCY app, empowering menstruators by sharing information and busting period myths. Now let's get back to our regular schedule. you're still here you're still listening let's get into what's good the section where we share fun tips and treat you real good so what's good today if you're feeling a little low you got a little cramp situation if your belly has been aching we got a smoothie recipe for you it's gonna be real easy with known ingredients to help out Here's how you're going to do this smoothie. You take a banana, a couple of slices of pineapple, Greek yogurt, pumpkin seeds, and turmeric. Blend it all up with ice or not, up to you. And then we're going to sip it all down and it should help you with your upset stomach or with your menstrual cramps. While you're sipping on your smoothie, I got a 1990s hot tea for you guys. Have you heard of Anne Rice? And does the name Interview with the Vampire mean anything to you? In case you are not familiar, Anne Rice is a very famous author. She wrote over 45 books all about vampires. Sexy, sexy, depressed vampires. The biggest one was Interview with the Vampire when Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt did the movie about it. Queen of the Damned is also by Anne Rice. But here's what happened. Back in the day, people already were into writing fan fiction. And she was completely against anybody borrowing her characters and doing anything with it. She sued them all, hunt them off the internet, no, like, uh, zine distribution. She was completely against. She said, if you like my work, you're not going to use my characters in a way that I don't like it. And people were kind of like, oh, my God, okay. So for years, every time people would write about vampires, they had to change a little bit because otherwise it would be Anne Rice and she hates fan fiction. Well, December 11, 2021... Anne Rice has left us, and unfortunately she passed away, so RIP, she leaves an amazing legacy, thousands of fans all over the world, this is a very impressive body of work. However, if you are in a bloody mood, and you want to read some stories about sexy vampires, there should be a fresh drop of thousands of fan fictions that have been sitting in closets and trunks since the 90s. So if you're into some fresh vampire content that are loosely based on Anne Rice, it might just be your lucky day. I mean, if you're feeling a heavy flow in a bloody mood, why not some 90s vampire novellas? I mean, that's a good day for me. And this is what's good for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Free Fall Podcast by She Period. And remember, 
Menstruation is not a synonym of shame. It's a symbol of empowerment. Go to ShePeriod.com for some fine menstrual products and follow us on Instagram at TryShePeriod. Let's continue talking. Share your stories with the world. We want to hear it. I'm your host, Livia, and that was all for today. Thank you again and see you next episode.